number 202 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having some wine. Um, one of our one of our friends brought over this wine for our uh, first pool party of the summer. Yeah. And since we were drinking liquid marijuanas, this has just been chilling in the fridge. Yeah. It's the uh, Stella Rosa Black. We uh, went through a Stella Rosa kick around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's really very good. good. Very, it's very sweet. So if you like a sweet wine. Um, and it's is... carbonated. Yeah, I know. Isn't like it? slightly, huh? Slightly. Yeah. It gives it a little bubbly. Uh-huh. A little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. I don't think it's very strong. I don't think. But it's definitely tasty. I don't know. I think that it's This on the is back. a gold medal winner, though. Really? Yeah. This one won. Yeah. Some kind of metal yeah yeah it's good though yeah it's really good oh it's five it's five it's a five Mm -hmm. yeah so uh this week we are going to be talking about signs your man is not a cheater uh we came up with our own list of of things Mm -hmm. and um i think it's a pretty good list haven't we done an episode about signs that your partner's cheating? cheating yeah Something uh-huh. along that. And this is not just like the opposite of that. No. So we get that question like, you know, I'm suspicious. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, this may be going on. And instead of saying, well, here's signs that they might be. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about like signs or not really signs, but just actions, behaviors yeah, that, that say, do. nope, you're not with the cheater. Uh-huh. I would almost say that if your partner's exhibiting these, you don't. You aren't concerned that they're cheating in the first place, though. Oh, well, yeah, I know. So I guess if you are concerned that your partner's cheating, you listen to this list, and then you can reverse it. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. And say, well, he doesn't do any of that. <laughs> well, then you ask, got yourself a cheater. I know. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that we have, yeah, we have a pretty, a pretty good list. It's a pretty, we have 11 things on here, and... Uh, got a dumbass post. You do? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I saw it, I saw it, and I can't, I just thought about it right now. Um, It said, uh, it said, all men cheat. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Yeah, that is. Not true. That's awful. Like, why, it it sucks that so many people believe that now, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that it's like, it has really become this this thing especially now nowadays that like women really think that they have to settle for a guy that is going to cheat on her yeah and it's funny because i I used to (laughs) i mean you go back and listen to episodes from not even that long ago where that's always something that i know we have always said but i've always been you know, that that's, you're done. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're with a cheater. How can you stay with a cheater? But I think as we have learned more and we've listened more, I really continue to tie that into you're with the partner you deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I'm not comfortable saying you deserved to be cheated, cheated on. Mm-hmm. But the type of woman that I know that has put up with a cheater deserves that situation well i think that she deserves it because not that she really deserves it but like the if you're not going to leave yeah you're not you're the dumbass yeah so yeah get out of it Mm -hmm. if you if that's how you feel and if women would actually stand up for themselves and not put up with a cheater this wouldn't be the issue yep that you, yeah. we wouldn't be saying this. It should have a very negative repercussion. Yeah. And if it doesn't, if you found yourself in a situation as a woman where you've been cheated on, your realization of your own self-worth and what you could potentially get out there is, is just kind of comes to fruition when you choose to stay. Mm-hmm. And because we, I, I, I know, I, I, it's funny because I can like visually think of people and I'm like, why? Oh, well, he cheated on her. Why is she still there? And then it's like, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Look at her attitude. Look at how she carries herself. Look at the absolute zilch that she brings to the table. Look mm-hmm. at, you know, how she's, you know, not attractive, not appealing, not feminine, not, you know, 
zero good qualities. Lots mm-hmm. of cons, very minimal pros. Yeah. And and once again, I don't I like I don't like being like you deserved to be cheated on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there should be no spoiler alerts there when that happens. Yeah. Like take a look in the mirror. Yeah. And figure it out. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And then these are the girls that post the everybody cheats. Mhm. Yeah. I know. Just everybody you've been with. You uh-huh. you I think that there are women out there that are just are a caliber a low caliber woman that attracts cheaters because mm-hmm. you I, you meet them all the time where it's like I've been in X amount of relationships and if you dissect you kind of see the issue you know I've been dating since I was you know 16 17 15 years old mm-hmm. and I've been cheated on by more partners than not and it's like well how many partners have you had mm-hmm. since you were how many like boyfriends not even like sexual partners but how many guys would you say you've had boyfriends and it's like well you know, you started dating when you were 15, 16, now you're 30. You've been dating for 15 years, mm-hmm. and you've had 10 boyfriends, 8 boyfriends, and, you know, out of those 8, 6 or 7 of them cheated, and it's like, well, yeah, look look at you. Mm-hmm. Who are you dating? And these are the same girls that date the same pool of guys in the same areas they grew up in with the same attitude and the same cars and the same jobs and the same income. I know. And the you know, same guys that their baby daddy to a couple of different women mm-hmm. that they know yeah. <laughs> yeah what did you expect yeah exactly i know yeah you idiot yep. <laughs> so yeah. you listen up to this oh my gosh yeah i know for real so um yeah signs that your man is not a cheater mm-hmm. though uh we will we'll go ahead and start with the first one he doesn't go out and if he does you are with him yeah. when he goes out. You know, no no shocker here. Yeah, plain and simple. The, once again, root cause analysis. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen when partners aren't together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In certain social settings. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. we're not talking about, oh, he ran to the gas station or the grocery store without me. Right. He shouldn't have. Is he cheating? Uh-huh. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking guys now, guys night out. Uh-huh. We're talking that type of they're going to social events and social settings without you. Mm-hmm. You guys are in that you're that couple that's like we need our space, <sighs> and that space is going to end up in between some other woman's legs. Oh, jeez, yeah. I and know. you're you're encouraging that kind of as a byproduct of how you guys choose to live your separate lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. If I see, you know, your your husband is, or your boyfriend is, you know, sharing more pictures of what him and the boys are doing than what you and him are doing, that's not a healthy relationship. No, you know what kind of relationship they have. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's it's easy to to spot those people. Mm-hmm. And if you can't spot that you're not with your dude while he goes out, like, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, once again, cause and effect. Though you're not allowed to complain about this if you're wanting to go do the same shit with your girls. I know, that's so true. You guys should be going out together. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. That's. I mean, that's the best way to. And and you should want to do that together. Mm-hmm. You should. Want and to and, do and when we together. say he doesn't go out, we don't mean he's he's antisocial. And once again, it shouldn't be. I, I, there's a difference between, and we'll talk about boundaries later. But there's a difference between. Setting boundaries and rules and and guidelines for your relationship that you both adhere to and living an unhappy life where you're doing things unwillingly. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. You know, we, we talk a lot about it being natural and it being organic, and we just set the precedence and we just, you know, we are perfectly comfortable being that couple that's like, well, if you invite her, he's coming. Mm-hmm. Or if you invite him, she's coming. Mm-hmm. Or they only do couple things. Or, you know, once again, we, we really enjoy being completely synonymous with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how we are. Yeah. It's not forced, and it's not out of fear, and it's not out of trauma, or no. whatever other dumb adjective you want to throw in there. It It's literally just because that's how we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, I think this, this next one kind of goes, it kind of goes, I mean, with this first one, but, I, but you're present in his life. 
Mm-hmm. You are present. Like people know that you guys are together, both in person and on social media. Mm-hmm. I th- and like I think that some people they like they I don't know it, like why why they hide their partner on social media but i i mean i guess they're embarrassed of their partner well, it, it's it's only two it's one of two things or both they're embarrassed of their partner by who they are how they look their past their something. current something embarrassing about them that tells them i don't want people to know who this is or they are trying to lead a social uh, media persona that says they're single and available. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only two reasons someone would keep their partner absent from social media. Mm-hmm. And and some of that stuff is influenced by what you think you're going to get, how many likes, how much attention, whatever it is. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent, whatever your motive is, It's those are the two reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we see this a lot now, you know, with, with social media. We see that, that people are trying to keep their their partner off of their social and i i mean i guess like i know that there's i've seen women i know women out there that that well shoot i'm trying to think now do i know women that like actually run their business that don't show their husband i don't think so i mean i think that even once in a while they'll still show their husband Mm -hmm. the women that i know and i guess that says a lot about who i want my circle you know who i want in my circle even on social media Mm -hmm. and uh but But those people that you don't say you still have people on social media that you don't do that i was just thinking like people that are professional like influencers and stuff like that like that actually do it for a living they still show their husband you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just be like just because you want to be some Instagram hoe or Instagram influencer doesn't mean that you can't show your partner mm-hmm. on social media. And and is that worth it? Yeah, I if know. someone is telling you that that your your social media career will go farther if you appear single, mm-hmm. is that putting your relationship at the forefront and a priority in your life? <laughs> Absolutely not. You've made a decision. And you've reprioritized what's most important to you. Yeah. And your marriage and your relationship is doomed to fail if mm-hmm. it's taking a backseat to social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not your partner. Yeah, no matter what the reason is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but like, yeah, they, I mean, you, you're, you're present in his life, though, period. No matter where you go, you know, who you, who you're with, people know that you guys are together. They should mm-hmm. know that you guys are together. Which brings me into the next one, which is, um, you know, his friends and family. Yeah. And more importantly, they know you. Yeah. And I think that that is, uh, yeah. I mean, they got, you gotta know who their friends, who their friend, who they are friends with and they need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being, being part of that close friends and close family circle is kind of a validation checkpoint mm-hmm. on the um uh, you know on on the relationship itself mm-hmm. that there's there's things to it. I mean that, that used to really you know traditionally is a big thing when you introduce your partner to your parents mm-hmm. and there's I, I know plenty of people now that are married that never not only did they not ask the the bride's father for their hand in marriage, they never even met the bride's father mm-hmm. and yeah. they're married. They met like at the wedding or <sighs> after the elopement or yeah. after the destination wedding. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I, I still think that, you know, being integrated into those family situations is very important before you move forward with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think that you know if if your if your husband has, you know, these guy friends that you've never met that he spends a lot of time with that that's who he's doing guys not out with that's who he's going to Vegas with and you don't know these guys that yeah. that's a problem. Yeah, you need to know the company he keeps. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know that that that's a that's a big red flag. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I don't know. I think that like, I don't know if you, if you necessarily, if you're, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think like I do. I, I guess I struggle with this because I think that like, I think his friends should like you, but not like, but it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, you know, Let me get oh you. shoot. Yeah. Um, cause I think that if, I guess if they're good friends and you want them to, to like you yeah, and it, that's the other, that's the other thing. They have to be good, trustworthy I, I, friends. <laughs> it's funny because I would, I, I've, I've never, I've never asked a guy friend, so what do you think about her? Girls do that with their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think each are open with their friends. I think, I think women will be like, well, you know, I don't like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think guys will be like, dude, she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. But out of the two, I think the guy has his friend's future in mind, and the girlfriend has her own future in her mind. The girl's judgment of her girlfriend's man is more self-serving than the guy's Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh Not 100%, because I know there's guys that are like, he hasn't liked anybody I've dated because he just wants me all to himself. Mm -hmm. But women tend to do that way more. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. And and women tend to be, men are very men are easier to please. Mm-hmm. Men are like, you know, it, it's funny because a lot of guys. That's where you see guys actually be nice because they'd be like, they won't say, well, she's not very good looking, but she's really nice. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, she's really nice, man. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's really fun. She's sweet. Mm-hmm. I had a good time with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, they wouldn't date her. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, do you guys really even care that much, though? Who their buddies with? Yeah, you know. I, I think, I that, think I girls think care more than dudes. I think there's age groups uh-huh. depending on, you know. I, I think it's as you get older and you're talking serious relationships. No, I think when you're younger mm-hmm. and it's interfering with bro time, <laughs> it's an issue yeah. to the other guys. Yeah, they don't like any any of the girls. They get uh-huh. out of here. Yeah, and. uh but I, I think that kind of wears off mm-hmm. for men. Yeah, I know. I and know. then they kind of, they don't care. They're just like, I just want you happy. Yeah, I think I think that's true. Yeah, too. Yeah, because, but I mean, even then, it's just like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. And, and I think that, I do think that girls, even as you grow older, care more, maybe still mm-hmm. but maybe it is still and, uh, and it's hard to tell if, if if their care is genuine genuine or not i know uh-huh. you know yeah i know yeah so but like knowing his friends and family and they know you and because like if they don't <laughs> if they don't know you like you may know who who they are i guess but if they don't know who you are why like what is what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Like why, why don't they know you? Right. What what is, what is going on that, that he doesn't want to bring you around to the family mm-hmm. and have you a part of their life? Right. That's just, I don't know. And I know there's people that don't talk to their families. That's another thing. That's an issue. That, you know, I know that some families are shitty. I do believe that, but at the same time, like, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you kind of want to know, like, the details right. of what happened because it could be your partner that is the the shitty one. Es- especially if it's immediate family, mm-hmm. parents and siblings. That's where you would kind of want a little context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else past that who gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, if someone's like, oh, yeah, I don't have a relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. Why? Not saying that's not valid, mm-hmm. but what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? And yeah. The, the parents may have just been awful people. Yeah. And that happens. I know. You know, mm-hmm. why aren't you friends with your 
sister or brother. I mean, their sister or brother may be an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Very common. And it, uh, but, yeah, I think understanding why is, is mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, and I and I said it uh, just a little bit ago, but uh, his friends need to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. They are trustworthy. And because uh, you don't want that, how you said, that guy that he's always going to boys trips with and mm-hmm. and everything that you don't trust. <laughs> or one, he shouldn't be going on boys trips anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this This is tough. For people to see, um, because th- you know, guys can be pretty fake with this. Uh, you know, I- I've seen very disingenuous men tell, you know, someone I was with or somebody else's girlfriend or wife, "I'll look after him. Don't worry." Oh. And their total intent is to get everybody laid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen a lot of women. Trust wives fall for these the not fall in love but be like be like oh i really like so and so he's such a good dude and, and you're like yeah i can never let her know what a man whore piece of shit this guy is or i will never get to see him again mm-hmm. and so they just hide it and most guy groups have the bradley cooper character mm-hmm. who his wife and everybody else is have no idea what a piece of shit he is except the boys mm-hmm yeah. And he's the biggest troublemaker. I know. I know. And, and so that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to know. Have you seen these? One of the ways you can tell if they're trustworthy is, is if you've been around them when they've been intoxicated. Yeah. Did they hit on you? Then oh. they're not trustworthy. Mm-mm. Did they, you know, act inappropriate? Mm-hmm. Did they get into it with anybody? Did, what was their behavior when they were drinking? Are they just fun? Are they just quiet? Are they just chilling what's going on so i think that's a pretty good indicator but if you've never seen him in that state if you've never been out with them um it's hard to tell if they're trustworthy or not so that is a tough one for a woman to really dial in on i know you know i know it sucks because i don't know i like to think that i have a pretty good like i don't know gauge gut feeling or you know like about these those types of dudes mm-hmm. that I just know I just know that they are they're not trustworthy mm-hmm. like even you know even if they are the sweetest trying to be the sweetest person or whatever like I still see behind all of that bullshit mm-hmm. you know I get I I don't they don't fool me. They do not fool me. Right. <laughs> at all. Yeah. And I know that I, I know that there's a lot of women that aren't like that. Or they say the exact same thing you're saying right now. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. And hopefully I'm not that dumb one <laughs> either. And the girls never know. <laughs> I really like so-and-so. No. Oh, my gosh. I don't spend any time with anybody, so. Yeah, I don't guess I don't have to worry about no. that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so they should be trustworthy. Uh, <clears throat> number five, he doesn't have friends that are girls. Mm-hmm. Friends of the opposite sex. You guys all should know by now how we feel about being friends with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It never works out. The, the only way this is not a concern, and I've said it before, is if the partner, your husband, is ugly mm-hmm. and the girl is very attractive, which may sound counterintuitive. <laughs> she ain't going to let him touch her. <laughs> she has literally put him in the friend zone <laughs> because there's no, we well, say the only way this works is there can be zero sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. Now, we still don't yeah, encourage but he, it. But it's, he would be attracted to her still. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I, I'm going to concede on that. Uh-huh. But the worry that he's going to cheat cheat on her in any way shape or form with this girl is not gonna even if she's better looking than you as long as she's better looking than him he's not gonna cheat doesn't mean he's not attracted to her yeah i still don't like that well i'm not saying you should i'm Mm -hmm. just saying that that i I can think of people that are like oh well my husband his best friend is a girl and it's like yeah and she's you know way better looking than him and way better looking than you (laughs) yeah 
you know so you, you really don't have anything to worry about yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah i know that's kind of mean but yeah now if your husband's attractive and she's attractive it's a problem if your husband's attractive she's ugly you know that ugly bitch wants him <laughs> what's worse knowing that your ugly ass husband wants a hot girl or that some ugly girl wants your hot husband oh my gosh you have to pick one. Oh, shut up no <laughs> <laughs> you're bad and most of those you, you tend to find though a lot of those you grow out of mm-hmm. just organically you 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 end up separating because mm-hmm. she's gonna get married she's gonna pursue another i mean once again men and women are not wired to be friends anyway mm-hmm. and so there's just gonna be things pulling you away from one another. even if you want to Stand on that hill and scream your moronic opinion out the top of your lungs that it's possible and you've done it and whatever, your delusional world you live in, <laughs> they still tend to naturally just fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean you're still not friendly, you're still not acquaintances, you're still not friends on social media with them, but you know, you, you have zero things to worry about in this world if your husband does not have friends of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, that, that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. All, all of these are... You're in the clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. He ain't going out on guys' night. Mm-mm. He's doesn't. Ha- he's not going out on guys' night. So even if he has untrustworthy friends, it's a non-factor mm-hmm. because yeah. they're not around him. He's not yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody knows who you are. His friends know you. His family knows you. You're fine. He doesn't have girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't hide his phone from you. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I mean, and, and people really want to dig in on the. It's it's not about trust. It's about privacy. Oh God, privacy for what? Yeah. If you are literally not trying to hide anything, there's zero reason to be private. Mm-hmm. At I all, know. I know. I mean, so so I don't I don't I don't believe that argument. I think that someone's still up to something. Mm-hmm. You've got something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Something somewhere in your phone, mm-hmm. in your search history, in your text, in your messenger, there's something in there that you have held on to or that exists that you know you do not want your partner to see. Mm-hmm. So you either need to get rid of it and unlock your phone or don't behave that way. Yeah. Because I, I'm not going to accept the argument that you, it's about your privacy and there's a principle behind it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that will disagree with me. There's experts that will disagree and say, no, you're entitled to. It's a think about it like a diary. No. Yeah. If if your husband has a diary and he's writing about all the girls he works with, fat asses and big titties all in it, are you still not allowed to get mad if you find that diary? (laughs) I know. You're absolutely allowed to get mad. Oh, my gosh. You're going to get mad. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So... I know, yeah. That's, cram that um, argument in your cram hole, the floor. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Yeah, really, though. I mean, come on. You should not... I, I mean, it's it's simple. And if we if you don't have anything to hide, it's... it's There's no issues. And it is, it is one of like, the funny things. Like, I know I, I notice it when we have... We just had our first pool party. Everybody just leaves their phones out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, everybody's trying to figure out where everybody's phones are. Uh-huh. And nobody's guarded. No. Wives are holding their husband's phones. Yeah. Husbands are holding their wives' phones. There's no secrets. There's no... No. Uh-uh. There's no, you know, nothing. No. <laughs> no issues yeah. at all. Yeah, like, oh, God. <laughs> she Except for that phone. one couple that we know some shady shit's going on. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> now, anybody listening is like, yeah. wait, who are they who talking, talking about? about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it, that that's a, I don't want to say that's a given, but that's, I, 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 I this is one of those that I, I can't believe there's a counter argument to. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, it's like, it shouldn't be that way. I mean, there's, you shouldn't have to hide anything from your partner, mm-hmm. including your phone. Yep. Uh, so the next one is boundaries with coworkers. I guess is a big one. It is, and it covers a lot. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it it part of it's the mix of you know your husband doesn't have um, friends of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. 
he's not he's not spending significant time with a coworker mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. I mean, we we've talked about this in great length and detail mm-hmm. on this call before on the on the podcast because that's how we started. Mm-hmm. Um, both in relationships, both working with each other, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we didn't exchange numbers. No, we didn't have each other's personal contact information. There was nothing outside of work that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. All of our flirtatious behavior was, was happening work. on the clock. <laughs> yeah. When there is no wife, there is no boyfriend, there is no mm-hmm. body monitoring it. And, and and that's that's where those boundaries should be set. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They should be set there mm-hmm. and they and like you said, I mean, cuz I think that most people do think only outside of work type stuff like you shouldn't you shouldn't contact them outside of work you shouldn't they shouldn't have your phone Mm -hmm. number you know or they shouldn't contact you outside of office hours i think that those are like kind of a given but like even at work though like that's when the flirtatious behavior starts Mm -hmm. and and it's i mean for us it was innocent enough mm-hmm. but then it until got, it wasn't yeah until and then it wasn't innocent yeah. no, nothing nothing had been said the, everything that we had said to each other because we, we we flirted over emails we flirted in person but anything that you know and i was i was getting divorced at this point this, this wasn't happening when i was still married yeah um but you were engaged mm-hmm. so you were the jezebel in the whole thing not me i was um but you know, anything that was said, you theoretically still could have had, you know, plausible deniability, deniability. Yeah. on. Well, he just, he, when he, he sent me a message and like, like, I hate being back here. I don't get, I didn't get my crystal time. And he'd be like, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd be like, well, it's just, it's, we're just friends. It's just a friendly thing to say. Did he say anything about, I'm missing seeing your fat ass up here <laughs> or anything like that, you know? <laughs> Or, no, he didn't yeah. say anything inappropriate, and so you can you can kind of start to see that bullshit defense mm-hmm. that people would have mm-hmm. and could have in that, and and the partners left like, eh, I don't have enough proof uh-huh. that something's definitely going on. Yeah, that I don't like. Well, and even with the the night that we all went to the bowling alley, and before I left for work, he, a work uh, event. Yeah. He's staking me out at the, at my job for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, like you weren't there because you had already left for the day. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, he had his gut feeling told him that something was going on. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't, even if it was innocent enough to even at that point. It was more innocent-ish, I guess. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, anyway. Once uh, again, it was deniably innocent. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing had happened. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Nothing had been said. Yeah. You were still, oops, you were still at a point to where you, you, at any point, you hadn't, you hadn't crossed the point of no return Mm -hmm. where you, you could have said, Look, I'm engaged, and I know we haven't done anything or said anything mm-hmm. too serious, but I gotta quit doing this, mm-hmm. and that would have just stopped it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> yeah, me too. But <laughs> uh, you know, but that's those are the things that are, you know, we didn't have those boundaries. Yeah, and I it know. worked out great for us. But I know. Well, I think that it. What was it? Was it thirty-five percent or something like that? Of people say that um, admit to having an affair at work with a coworker, with a coworker, with yeah. a coworker. and so I mean, I think it's higher than that. Maybe it was. I higher. think the one you were talking about was the business. Maybe trip. Maybe it was a business trip. One. The 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 attraction and sex and relationship with coworkers higher than thirty five percent. Maybe it was it's really high. Maybe it was higher than that. Yeah, but. But that, that's only admitting too. Yeah, that's who admits you know? it. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I think that, that I mean that's that's high enough anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, for 
for that many people to to admit that they had something go on with a coworker mm-hmm. and just set and being making sure that you are setting those boundaries and and i'm i'm trying to think like even you know cuz i i guess i know all of the people that that you work with you know now well, like it, it's weird though cuz i'm remote uh-huh well no like... i'm just saying like even you know when we go to oh, yeah. like conferences and stuff like that everybody most everybody knows me already you know or or and, you introduce me. And it, it's neat that you bring that up because I, I know I don't want to jump ahead too much, mm-hmm. but these are the type of having, being known and being present. You know, if, if I was to find myself where I had to go on a trip without you, with coworkers or people in my, my professional space or things like that, mm-hmm. because they know you and because you know who they are, it's not that, they would tattle on me, but it's almost like you would have 10 security guards Mm -hmm. watching our relationship to make sure, you know, if some girl even came over and was like, Hey, and they'd be like, do you, he's married and I know his wife Yeah, and she will kick your ass. (laughs) Like it would stop before it even started. Uh And so there, there is a level of, of, quasi comfort there mm-hmm. um where your presence you know if your presence is that profound in your partner's life and and aspects of of their life mm-hmm. um and people that are like oh i gotta i'm keeping my wife away from my work that, that's a disaster waiting to happen mm-hmm. there's reason for that mm-hmm. um but i i think when when it comes to the boundaries though it's 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 not just that it's not just curbing the flirtation behavior it's not just those those sexually charged boundaries you should watch out for. It, it's those other things. It's having the boundaries of no, I'm not going to go out to, you know, Hooters at lunch with the guys mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to you know go to happy hour, you know, every single week and get hammered mm-hmm. at, at my quote unquote mandatory you know work function. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's so so there are other boundaries and and you know. Once again, I don't want to get into one of the other pieces well, it's of com- it. Well, it's coming. It's the very next one. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh, business trips aren't a concern. Yeah. Be- and, and just tying that into that, um, I've said it on here before. You know, I, I worked with guys that their business trip was their vacation from their wife and their family. Uh-huh. And they wanted to go all out. They wanted to go to the nicest restaurants. They wanted to get the most amount of booze. They wanted to go to strip clubs. They wanted to go to... You know, whatever it was for lunch, and and I have zero problems being the party pooper mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I only enjoy being someone who's fun to hang around with when you're there. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to be the the party guy on the road. Yeah, and so I have no problems being like, yeah, I'm sorry, I ain't going to the tilted kilt with you. Mm-hmm. For dinner, mm-hmm. let's go over here and actually eat somewhere nice, because mm-hmm. you just want to go there because the girls are running around in short skirts mm-hmm. with their boobs out. That's it. Yeah. So I don't have a problem saying no. I don't have a problem. I mean, I've had I've had people that were running my company like get mad because I would not go on all night bender with them. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Why would I do that? I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh-huh. You know. And so it's, once again, it is a priority. What's more important? Mm-hmm. What's more important? And so you just have to stand your ground. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because all those people that have tried to put me in those positions, I've outlasted all of them at my company anyway. Yeah. So it didn't, it did dick for my growth in my company anyway. They're all gone. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And, and, and like, I don't know, I think that like, there are some guys that will, that We'll get, I don't know, talked into. Well, it's not even really talked into because they they want to do they it. They want to be because, talked into it. Yeah, yeah, because they they don't have a fun life with their partner anyway. Mm-hmm. So I guess ultimately it always boils down to you get the partner you deserve because you're probably, your partner at home is probably not 
you know, doing whatever for you. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yes, but business trips, yes, business trips are not a concern. And so, or they shouldn't be a concern. And the reason why, like, you shouldn't be concerned is because you trust them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, because I can't go everywhere with you. I mean, I, I go almost everywhere with you now. Mm-hmm. Um, before, like, it was, you know, I had a... a and I was traveling a lot more, too. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. I had a full-time job, though, before where, you know, I had to ask for vacation and and everything. And I wasn't just able to, you know, pause my life or whatever and just go i went on a lot of trips with you mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't all of them and um but like even when we were away from each other it was you know i knew not that you, not that i had to keep tabs on you or anything but it but you you know kind of give me a play-by-play yeah type thing you know like oh my gosh like i'm here at this place i wish you were here or you know Mm -hmm. or whatever like it doesn't have to be like this weird controlling type thing and because we would talk you know the entire time that you would walk to go to dinner or um on your way back or you know or you would i don't know just like you you would literally give me like a play by play and then and then we would talk and then I would watch movies with your mom and then uh and then I would call you once I was done watching and like we were talking See, that's usually we what backfired on me was I would go eat and come back to the room mm-hmm. and be like okay I've got like three hours to kill and you were watching tv with my mom I know. <laughs> and so I'm like well I don't have anybody to talk to or nothing I know I know yeah because I'll go to tilted kilt and get a drink. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but I think, you know, it was in, even if it wasn't a play by play, it was, I told you exactly what I was going to be doing when I was going to be doing it, just so you knew, not once again, not to check in, mm-hmm. not to, not cause you were mad, not cause mm-hmm. we'd gotten in this huge fight one time. It was literally like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm leaving at this time. I get in at this time. I'll text you when I get in, I'm connecting here. Um, I'm going to be teaching or presenting on this day from this time I'm exhibiting. I'm going to have this break and this break. So I'll call you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my flight takes off at this time and I'm home by 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. So you knew my itinerary yeah, for my trip mm-hmm. and, and you trusted me to contact you when I was available to do so. Mm-hmm. You weren't, where yet? What are you doing? Where yet? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, most the of the time too, Another thing that, like, that you would do is, well, especially when we lived in Denver, because, like, you could get to anywhere in Denver nonstop, mm-hmm. and, uh, but, like, a lot of your trips were uh, there and back, yeah. you know, like, some of them you would go that same day, you know, and then fly back that night. See, that was another thing that I managed mm-hmm. that I got a lot of pushback for, where, I had bosses that were like, you you know, you need to get in here the day before mm-hmm. because they wanted to go to dinner and drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, the meeting's not till noon. Mm-hmm. It's in L.A. I'm an hour ahead of you already. My flight leaves. I land at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Even if there's a delay, I'm going to be on time. Mm-hmm. And then... I would fly back the same day, and they would get so mad. They wanted me to come out the day before, stay all day, and fly back the next day because they wanted to do a, a, a drinking dinner the night before, mm-hmm. then celebrate the close of the cell all afternoon, evening the next day, and hang out. And I'm like, no, I'm getting, I'm not spending any more time away from my wife than I have to. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. If I don't have to, if the option is I get to climb in bed next to her, Mm-hmm. Versus an empty bed in a hotel, I'm taking her all day. Mm-hmm. Now, some of you, I get why you don't want to make that choice, <laughs> but it was much more difficult in my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so I I did everything I could to make sure that I was cutting my trips as short as possible. Um, you know, even my stuff I do in San Antonio, I rearranged that entire schedule so I could leave on the second day I taught. Mm-hmm. 
without a doubt and get home in time for dinner because I would so I would wrap it up earlier whatever it was mm-hmm. um and uh and work that so I wasn't gone for you know three nights yeah um and and, and do that stuff and you know because you 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 whatever your your lifespan ends up being with your partner it, there's a a set amount of days that's going to be mm-hmm. and you don't you don't want to look back and be like man I missed collectively we spent 3.5 years away from one another I you know, know i know i don't want to do that yeah well and so another thing that i don't that i think is like i don't know maybe 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 i'm wrong but i think that a lot of the time most companies will allow you to do uh like the rewards programs mm-hmm. and stuff with hotels and with airlines and all that you should have enough point. Your if your partner is traveling a lot, you should have enough points to go with them, often, mm-hmm. pretty often. Oh, for sure. And yeah. if they're not taking you with them, mm-hmm. like a good amount of the time, something's up. <laughs> I mean, I I earned companion status at Southwest the first year I started traveling. Mm-hmm. We got it because I got the credit card. It's yeah. pretty easy to earn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had, and I, I, I mean, I traveled a lot, but I was not, I wasn't one of those people that lived out of a hotel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was probably one trip a week, three weeks out of the month. Mm-hmm. And I earned it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I think that, yeah. Like, they, they should be taking you with them every, every so often. And, and, you know, and kind of going back to the, the main point of, of the business trips are not an issue. You know, this was a, a huge pain point in my, in my last marriage where every business trip she took was a huge fight mm-hmm. because of her behavior on the trips. Um, and so that's, if you're, if your trips are always leading to a fly, a fight out of neglect or, uh, distrust or issue, th- I mean, that's a very easily identifiable solution. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate thing is most people that work in that world, their only defense is, what do you want me to do? Quit my job? Yeah, I know. And it's like, have you had the conversations mm-hmm. with anybody? I mean, I, I I let my people work for me, manage their own schedule. Mm-hmm. If any of them come to me and say, I'm traveling too much, I'll be like, well, that's on you. Yeah. You manage that. Yeah. I'm not the one making you travel. Yeah. If you need to stay home more, stay home more. Yeah. I know you're. Uh, it's up to you to yeah to say yeah I can go or yeah I, or no I can't. <laughs> if you're a good enough employee, that's producing, and you sit down with your leadership and say, hey, here's the deal. This is a priority for me, and I've got to change this. I'm going to get this done, this done, and this done. I'm not going to falter on this stuff, but this has got to be my schedule. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, your employer will respect that and say that's fine. Mm-hmm. They aren't going to say, well, too bad, you're out of here, pal. Mm-hmm. I know, and I think that like I I could see or hear some wives or even husbands, uh, like listening to this and being like, "Well, my husband says he has to," and yeah, well, all he's the guys that want to say that he's choosing to, yeah. yeah, and he is he or she is choosing their job over you, mm-hmm. and um, and wanting to spend time away from you. And so this is where the business trip is where the 35% came into. Yeah. 35% of people admitted having an affair do because of their business travel. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. All the weird little stories you hear about deception, double lives, second families, all that are due to people in those type of positions. Oh. Is it gone? Oh, the lid's <laughs> yeah, on. the lid's on. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Are we finished that? We're about done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These go quick. It, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like... It's not like it's very delicious, but it's not strong. You need a shot of something in there. Yeah, I know. We need some of that that vodka. We got some good vodka. Um, my mother-in-law. Oh shoot! What'd you do? Have the rest. Did you make a mess? No, I just there's not much in there, <laughs> like at all. Uh, yeah, my mother-in-law brought us some really good vodka. It's fig. It's fig vodka. Fig vodka. Oh my gosh, it is freaking delicious. Um, I didn't notice. Well, Seth poured it, but I guess it's kind of syrupy. It's really sweet. Uh, but yeah, it's really sweet and it's it's really good. I, don't, I wouldn't have said it was a fig plant though. Yeah, it's fig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. 
yeah it's good but um yeah so business trips yeah it, i mean i don't know do you have anything else to add no. to that uh so the next one is he's never been caught so and we don't mean that like oh he's cheated but he hasn't been caught no we don't we, he hasn't been caught and you trust him it, and it, you don't have to worry about him you catching him it really it really means there is no reason for concern at all mm -hmm. he hasn't been and when we say he's been caught you know we're air quotes mm -hmm. in anything he hasn't been caught you know having a secret conversation on his phone with somebody from high school mm -hmm. he hasn't been caught at a secret business lunch midday with some girl he has you know none of the stuff we've talked about has happened mm -hmm. and so and it's not that he hasn't been caught because he's doing it and he's really good at getting away with it and he's sneaky. Mm -hmm. It's that he just hasn't done that at all. So we don't mean caught as in he's been literally caught. Mm -hmm. It's just there's really no basis for you to worry about any of this stuff because nothing has happened. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It, he he is actually someone that you can And I, I think that that's, that that's one of those things that I think people in the situation – don't understand. Now, let, let me let me say this. If in my last marriage, if when my ex and I were living in California, if someone had come up to me and said, hey, I've, I've got to tell you something um, and you're not going to like it, but your wife is cheating on you. Mm -hmm. I would have been like I, I would have, you know, it would have been upsetting, obviously. But I would have believed them. Mm hmm. If someone came up to me about you and said, hey, I've got to break it to you. Crystal's cheating on you. I would laugh. <laughs> yeah. Because I would know beyond a shadow of a doubt they are either joking or horribly misinformed. Mm -hmm. um, or they saw you in a blonde wig <laughs> and thought I was cheating on you in the driveway. <laughs> I know, right? But th there would be... Z there's zero, zero point zero 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 doubt in my mind about you being faithful. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in that relationship, you, you get what I'm saying. The problem is most people are not. Mm -hmm. There is still some room for doubt. Mm -hmm. There is still some room for something to be said that would give them reason to believe that. Mm -hmm. Um She's she's getting comfy and she's <laughs> being loud, girl. I keep moving her with my foot because she keeps getting loud with me. Uh huh. She's loud. Dooney's getting loud. Uh huh. She's giving me dirty looks. Now. Oh, she is. Um, but that's the difference between how you're how trustworthy your partner is. Yeah. Like I said in my last one, I would have been like, <sighs> I know. I mean, it's somebody she works with, isn't it? Uh huh. I bet I know I can at least narrow it down to five guys. Gee, yeah. It's got to be one of these guys, right? Uh -huh. And they've been like, yeah. But, like, with you, I mean, even just, just mathematically impossible. I mean, I I wouldn't even ask who. <laughs> I would just laugh yeah. because there is no, there's not even a list of potential. Uh -huh. There's not even, I mean, I could, I can't even, like, even jokingly fathom who you could, I could even put in that situation because it just does not exist no. in any way shape or form uh -uh. and i think that's why we can joke about it mm -hmm. but I, I think that once again it, you know you need to think about that if, if if you're you know if you're a woman listening to this and and someone if someone were to come to you today and say hey I, i've got i've got to break this to you i caught your husband at a hotel or out on a date or i got proof on social media he's cheating mm-hmm if you think I, if you think deep down, and you can look in the mirror and you can say this to yourself, I could see that happening. You have reasons to be concerned. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, we talked about your ex's gut feeling, and yeah, oh my god. But when you think something's going on, chances are it's going on. It may not be as bad as you think it is, but something is going on, mm -hmm. and that's typically what you find out. You see a woman that's like, I know. He's cheating. I can just feel it. I know something's going on. I caught something. He's cheating. And then they find out he didn't actually have sex with someone. Mm -hmm. 
but he's been acting inappropriate. He's either been messaging somebody, he's been stalking somebody, he's done something. And the woman says, okay, well, at least he didn't cheat. So now the offense seems lesser than what she thought in her head. Mm-hmm. And she's more forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, that's still fucked up. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't like that anyway. So that's what you got to do. You just got to make your wife think that you're having this horribly toward affair and then just do lesser shit and you can probably oh my god or at least be forgiven no no like what's so bad about this so what i go to hooters every day for lunch at least i know i'm cheating sleeping with some girl oh my so what if i go to the strip club every friday with the guys i'm not sleeping with any of them you you (laughs) thought i was having an affair with somebody how dumb do you feel now that i'm just hanging out at the titty bar Oh my gosh! So that's no. what it is. You just got to give the uh-uh. paint the worst scenario. Picture no, then... no, no, no. This is awful advice. Oh, okay. Do not take this advice right here. No. Just trying to help him out. No, <laughs> that's awful. But yeah. I, th- but I think that, that that's that's a you know how would you respond to that situation I if know. someone came to you and said, hey, your your partner's cheating? Yeah. If you're like, I kind of thought so. Yeah. I could see that happening. I don't want to believe it, but you know, if you're immediately like, who? Who is it? Uh-huh. You thought that. Uh-huh. If you laugh and you go, my partner? Uh-huh. Okay, you're you're wrong. You're mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Red and Kitty when Bob sees Kitty teaching Hyde how to dance. Yeah. You know? I know. Red knows Kitty's not going to cheat on him yeah, ever. I know. So he has to fuck around with Bob. Uh-huh. Scare him. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. I know. But, yeah, he's never been caught because... He ain't doing nothing. He's not doing anything wrong. And so... Can't yeah. get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. He ain't eating fucking cookies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the last... Or, not the last one. We have two more. Oh, I thought we were on the last one. Uh, your communication is open. And I think that that... I mean, that kind of, you know... It goes It goes with, like, everything. Yeah. With all of this. Very cliche. Uh, you know, communication's key. And that's not necessarily what we mean. We, we really literally mean... You guys, you know, whether whether it was how I painted the itinerary picture. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what your partner's doing, where they're at, what's going on, what they're doing, you know, this week, this weekend, you know, we aren't that couple that if someone's like, hey, do you guys want to go here? I don't have to say, let me see if Crystal has plans. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. And if she does, I just don't care what they are and we're going to do what I want to do anyway. <laughs> that, no, that's usually you. That's your response. Like, oh, there's a wedding? Yes, we will be there. And I'm like, what? Well, what about what I want to do? Yeah, and your plans are what? Spending time with my wife. (laughs) Giving her a massage and hanging out by the pool and taking her out to dinner. Yeah. And then you ruin that because you made me go to a stupid wedding. (laughs) But, you know, we, we aren't in that boat. No. And so our, our communication is so open and honest about mm-hmm. everything we do mm-hmm. that there do we have the occasional hey, wait, what are we doing this weekend? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But there's not there really doesn't have to be this. I have absolutely no clue what my partner's up to. Yeah. I will get back to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, the who I mean, that's that's so bad. Yeah. Like it and, really and it's funny because, like, like I, you know, I, I see, I'll pick on my son. You know, him and his girlfriend do this where I'm like, we'll tell him something that is of important information mm-hmm. or profound or interesting to Taylor, his mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. And then, like, we'll see her, like, a week later, and we're like, oh, did Seth tell you that? She's like, no. And we're like, do you guys even talk? How did this not ever come up? Yeah. How do you not have a conversation? So, so but you see couples like that. that I know. You're just like, they just don't talk. And I'm not saying they, they don't ever talk. I'm just saying that you see that in couples where it's like, well, what is your communication? Yeah. Because what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something I'm, I'm noticing more and more mm-hmm. in, in, in people mm-hmm. of their... I don't. I don't really know what you what you really call it. I, don't, I want to say like, in tune with their partner, but there's there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, That's I solely based on just conversations. Yeah. Like, and, but it, it, if you would have the open communication, there wouldn't be that disconnect. Yeah. What are you preoccupied with? What's mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. 
All right, yeah. last one. Last one. Um, you are fulfilling all of his needs, and he is fulfilling yours. Yep. That I mean, I think that that is that I. This is one of the biggest ones because, I mean, it's there's so much to this. It's not. It's not just. It's it's both sexual and emotional needs. It's everything that you are. You're there for him, and he's there for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not connected or in tune with that, with fulfilling each other each other's needs, mm-hmm. something's going on. People, men and women both, tend to stray when there's a missing puzzle piece to what they require as an adult person and that that missing puzzle piece obviously can be things like sex you know that's missing what well, how do i fill this hole uh, because i'm i ain't getting to fill her hole <laughs> you know how how do i how do i patch this up because this is a big piece of the puzzle of what i need and it's not there mm-hmm. so how do i fix that and, and and a lot of guys fight that and push against it and don't cave into it some guys do um, but aside from that, there is, you know, a, an emotional piece of the puzzle as well. Um, that is that partner that's, that you can emotionally, not, not that you, I don't, I don't like promoting men being emotional, mm-hmm. but you, you, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you have that support structure in your partner. Mm-hmm. So maybe not so much an emotional side, but they're not a naysayer. They're not, uh, they believe in what you're going to do. Not not this false sense of, well, I'm going to support his dumbass idea to go do whatever <laughs> stupid bullshit he's trying to do. I mean, I mean, true, grown-up adult support. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get this promotion. You're, you're, not, you're not like, well, you know, you know, some people are meant to be worker bees, and maybe that's just you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that kind of support, not the stupid pipe dream thing that you both are just going down a rabbit hole for. Mm-hmm. Um, true support, it, you know, and and the the piece of just straight out connection, mm-hmm. of conversation, of laughing, of communication, of just presence and time with one another. And, and, and if those things are missing, that's when you start to try to find external ways of filling that gap Mm -hmm. with something else. Even if it's not the same thing, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a hobby that you become overly obsessed with. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's drugs. Maybe it's, you know, addiction to your phone. Maybe it's gamble, whatever it is. But those are where those things start to come into play. And so when you know that, you know, if your marriage is this, this brick wall that you've used mortar and bricks to put this perfect wall around your marriage, when you know you've laid all the bricks, you've put the mortar in and it's sealed and it's tight, everything's met. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. Everybody's getting what they need. There is no cracks in it. There are no missing bricks. There are no any way for something to seep through, creep in, or for anything to fall out. And that's how you really want to protect all of that. And so knowing if you're in that type of relationship, once again, that's probably the Everything else is you've probably never even crossed your mind. I know. Yeah. If you just have that that type of base. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I I do think that like the. Uh, I I think that the fulfilling each other sexually is important in this mm-hmm. too, um, for for both people. Right. Too, because like, if you're not fulfilling him sexually he's going to or not maybe not all men will go else try to get it elsewhere but a lot will Mm -hmm. and um so there's that but um if he's not fulfilling you sexually is he getting it somewhere else Mm -hmm. too um but i mean and if and, and i don't know like like you said like with everything with all of the if everything falls into place and you're fulfilling each other in all of these other ways, the fulfilling each other sexually is going to to be just natural. Yeah, it's going to be part and of it. It's not going to be an issue. Or is that the most important thing and then everything else becomes natural? I don't know. Yeah, I know, huh? 
You want to cut one of them out and see just for <laughs> science and study-wise? No. No? Okay. No. No, that's stupid. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it's, it's you know, once again, just kind of trying to look at it from the reverse perspective of, is he cheating? Well, no. And here's ways you know he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still think if you're asking, is he cheating? Something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.